Have you ever done anything, uh, and, and and I mean anything, not not just like outdoor stuff, but have you ever done anything where you thought you had a plan, you followed through with that plan, and and maybe it didn't, maybe it didn't quite go right, and then you look around and you say, okay, now what? Here I am now. Now what do I do? And that's exactly when you need a a, a plan B. And to be totally honest with you, most of the stories I tell are because I, I got to that point. It, it it actually makes for a great story to get to that, that point when you need a plan B. But the reality is that doesn't change the fact that at the moment, you're still going to need a plan B. And trust me, I have lots of those stories where I got to a point I had a plan and I really thought I had things figured out and they didn't they didn't really pan out. I mean kind of like the time that that we brought microwave macaroni and cheese camping with us. That one didn't really pan out. Welcome to Expedition Unlikely. My name is Joshua Rohde. And today we're going to talk a little bit about having a plan B, what it means and why you should have one in the first place. Here on Expedition Unlikely, we want to help you and your family have great experiences outside. And part of that is going through the process of figuring out how to do it and how to do it well. And today, again, we're covering Plan B. What happens when it doesn't go right? And what are you going to do about it? All right. Remember that mac and cheese Okay, here's the deal. Now, the probably the first question you asked, and you probably should have if you didn't, is did you bring a microwave camping with you? And the answer is no. No. So let me let me lay out the the situation for you so that you can kind of understand uh where my head was at uh on on that deal. So we were going camping and uh we were doing some remote camping. My kids were little. And as we were camping, thinking about camp food, trying to keep it light uh, as far as weight, um, make it easy to cook, and uh, something that everybody would like. Everybody likes macaroni and cheese. It's pretty straightforward. Noodles, cheese, good to go. I had this brilliant idea that if you could take microwave macaroni and cheese— and you add water, you throw it in the microwave, you heat it up, and that's all you do, right? You don't have to cook anything, which this sounded like a great idea. Simple, easy to do, I can handle this. So I just thought replacing the the actual microwave action with just boiling water, just screaming hot water and just maybe I'll have to let it sit a little bit longer but the in my head the science worked out pretty much the same right you're just heating water with all of the same things in this little cup and it should all end up kind of cooking itself I mean hot water all the ingredients microwave does it hot water can do it Turns out that is totally false. That is totally false. 
Uh, the hot water actually just mixes with the cheese and you get, um, it, it's really like a soup, like a watery, cheesy soup with kind of crunchy noodles in it. And once you've poured the hot water in, there's not a lot you can do to save this. This does not come back to you. Like, you don't get a second shot at this. And this is this is one of those times where a plan B probably would have been beneficial. I, where I it had, had I thought through this, first of all, had I thought through this, I would have actually tried this at home instead of when we were already camping, right? That would have been a good idea. That would have been something to try. Um, didn't do that. And, uh, so when I'm, when I'm out camping with my kids and this is our meal, a plan B would have been a, a, a pretty good call at that point. And I, and I didn't have one. What I ended up doing, um, you make it up on the fly, you decide to do what you got to do. And our plan B ended up being eat the watery, cheesy soup with crunchy noodles. Uh, not good. Not good. We survived, though. We needed the calories. We had to get by. And um, that's what we did. That's <laughs> Thinking about it now, it's just disgusting. Ugh. But that's when you need a plan B. And that's a real simple example, right? Coming up with plan B is really about solving problems. It's a, it's a problem-solving skill that you have to kind of flex the muscle on a little bit if you haven't done it before. And a part of being able to come up with a with a good plan B and doing this problem solving is doing that that homework. The homework is a critical part of of figuring that out. So in this example, like I said, I I, I should have tried this at home. That would have been some really good homework for me to do before I got out there and we had to survive on this. That that would have been good. The other homework that really you need to do is to really understand uh, where a plan B might need to crop up and what those plan Bs could be. What, where could you, where could you make an adjustment and do something different so that you can still accomplish your goal? And, and so you've got some problem solving, you've got some homework to do, and then you just have to be creative. You really have to roll with it and you have to sometimes think outside the box and, uh, stretch stretch your imagination just a little bit to be really successful. So let, let's recap, let's back up. And so we can kind of put some of those into, into play and action here on how that works. So if we're recapping, we started out with a goal, which the, the goal is what is it that we want to do? Why, why are we doing this? Why did we decide to rent an RV and go across the country? Why did we decide to go hiking? Why is, why is it we decided to do anything outside? Let's figure out that goal. What is it? And that's going to be our true north. That's what's going to keep us heading in that direction. And again, we've defined success as people who you are doing it with, your friends and family, want to do it again. Most of them, not all of them. Not all of them are going to want to do it again. But if, if, 
you've set the goal out the right way and you've stayed true to that, people will will enjoy it. They will tell stories about it. They will talk about it. Other people will want to join you next time you do it. And and that's really what success is when you can when you can achieve your goal and everybody feels good about it. That's that's a good goal. Then we talked about our commitments. When we're going to get to that goal, we've got our commitments to understand what we have to put into this and how much of that do we need to put into it to get there. And those goals, we, we divided them up into to four categories, and those were time and money, skill, and the, the last and most critical is safety. Always stay safe. So those were the the four commitment groups that we talked about. Now, your plan B ultimately is going to help you get to that goal. And it's really going to take into consideration those commitments that you went through. So if if you're struggling to uh, achieve your goal... If you review those commitments, the ones that that offer you the most challenge on those commitments are potentially the ones that you're going to need a plan B on. Now, the other commitments that don't offer you as much challenge might be the areas that you find your plan B in. So you can you we talked about getting these commitments to play off of each other. One might be a weakness, the other might be a strength. And this plan B plays off of those commitments. So the commitments are going to help you identify some of where you're going to go and what you need to do. So for example, um, and this is a simple one that I keep going back to because I think it's one that maybe we can identify with because either you've done it or or maybe it's on your agenda to do. And that's that's taking your family camping for the first time. The first time ever. And uh, if, if you didn't grow up camping and you didn't have that background, this is an easy one to just, let, let's just put it out there. We can level set and, and start to apply some of this knowledge. So our goal is to give our family an outdoor experience camping for the first time ever. And we're going to go through, that's our goal, great goal, right? And, and and in that goal, we didn't say how long we were going to stay. We didn't say how far out we were going to stay. We didn't we didn't do any of that. So now let's understand our commitments. We, we have a short window of time that we can actually do the event, right? So we're going to go camping. Maybe it's just for a weekend. That's a great, we've, we've set a parameter around that understanding how much time it's going to take to prepare for that or how much time we have to prepare for that. We don't have a ton of time to prepare for this. So maybe we we want to use a camper or rent a cabin, right? Cabins uh, are, are, depending on your definition, they're camping. And so it's it's not the, the tent or the camper, but it, we'll, we'll say that it works, right? Because of how much time you can commit to getting ready for this. Money might not be your constraint. You can you can rent that camper or you can rent the cabin. And so maybe the money's the okay part. Your skill set, uh, you're, you're not ready to, to pack all of your food into a backpack and freeze dried and, and cook over an open fire. That's where that, that camper and that cabin are gonna be great because they're gonna have some sort of kitchen or kitchenette. 
perfect safety. You're going to go someplace where you feel safe and you have all of the equipment. And so we've talked through this. Now, where in that could we potentially go sideways? That's what we want to understand. Now, maybe if we back up, we had really big, big visions and we wanted to, um, we really wanted to go camping in a tent. So that, that wasn't part of our goal, but we really felt strongly about that. Okay, well, that's going to take a little bit more time to prepare. Uh, maybe a little bit less money uh, in the long run because you can, you can buy a, a tent at a very reasonable price. And so now you've got your tent, you're going out camping, you've got a little bit more time to put into it. Now, once you get out there and we're in that space, now we've made the decision to do it in a tent, which offers a whole nother level of sleeping, a whole nother level of staying dry, a whole nother level of entertainment. So if you have a young child that needs to uh, be entertained, right? If your child is one that that needs some attention and needs to be, uh, you need to interact with them. Some, some, some kids are good just wandering through the woods and some kids just are not quite there. They, they like to have interaction with people. And if your child is like that and you're going to go camping with them in a tent, if it starts to rain, you're potentially going to need a plan B because your entertainment was potentially going to be outside walking with them, hiking, exploring, um, that plan B could be all kinds of things. That plan B could be playing games in the tent. I've done that. I've actually played poker with my kids in the tent. We used Cheerios instead of money. It was great. Uh, they still don't really know how to play poker, but it was a fun time and they still talk about it. So we we entertained ourselves inside the tent. Maybe your kid is is needs the interaction, but is really good exploring in adverse situations. So maybe you bring rain gear that's your plan B. Plan B is we're going to just go out and play in the rain regardless, but we have to make sure that all our stuff stays dry because if we come back in and everything gets wet, then what? Again, another plan B. So let's say the tent leaks. Is the plan B to go get a hotel? Is the plan B to go home? Um, there, there are lots of options there that you could do. But again, that homework of saying, my goal is to do the camping and I want to do it in a tent for the first time ever with my family. I've set my goal. Now, where could that go wrong and how far off will I be? So the safety is going to be a really big one to consider when you start thinking about your plan B. How do I continue to keep my, my family and friends safe as I'm as I'm planning this, um, you have to make sure that if, if weather gets bad and you're in this tent, that you've got someplace to go and, and to be safe, uh, you have to make sure that, that the family is engaged and they're part of the conversation as well. So these plan Bs uh, can take a lot. Again, you're going to have to do some homework. You're going to have to do some problem solving. And you're going to have to get creative right? And because of that, as we move forward 
with more episodes of Expedition Unlikely. These are going to be, this is going to be an area where we're going to really tap into some of the guests we're going to have. We're going to rely on some of the information they can bring to the table, right? We all have experiences and I'm looking forward to having guests that have unique experiences that can help us understand maybe some of the situations they ran into where they needed a plan B to help get them through and what and what they did, right? The example I gave was uh, macaroni and cheese. It was still edible. It was just terrible. It, just, it was horrible. And we ate it and we were fine. We were able to, to get past that. Uh, today it's, it's a, it's a story. It's a story I can tell, but there are other situations where you're going to need a plan B that's a lot more solid than that. And there are a million different reasons why you're going to need to, to think through things. And so our guests are going to help us through that. And as we move through the podcast, we have one more part to this series to round off our our four parts, and that's packing light. So we're going to pack light next time. We're going to talk through what that is, and I don't think it is uh, what you think it's going to be. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And then after that, we're going to be getting into the guests. And to, to really take advantage of their knowledge and expertise, I encourage you to email us at expeditionunlikely at gmail.com and, and share with me, with us, with our future guests, some of your questions, some of your thoughts, or, or potentially a story you have. Maybe you had a situation where um, dinner didn't work out, where uh, you had something that didn't quite happen the way that you thought it was going to happen and what'd you do how'd you how'd you get through that and and what was the outcome what did your what did your friends and family have to say afterwards because that's that's really the important part right is sharing those experiences we can look up all the gear we want we can research the best places to go but really understanding what it is we're going to come out the backside of this experience feeling and wanting to do is really, really what's going to be critical here. So send me your questions, send me your experiences. We're going to start getting some guests here on Expedition Unlikely. Follow and download us on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, the music has been written and produced by Luke Rohde. Thank you for joining me and I can't wait to share a story with you next time about a plan B that my family and I went through.